Happy New Year. I hear today's the last day you're allowed to say Happy New Year. So Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So that we can get to say it for the last time. Happy New Year. It's a new year. It's a new season also here at the What If Adventure. Last season we talked about growth. The season before that we talked about Songs of Solomon chapter 1. We went through Songs of Solomon chapter 1. The first one was about relationships. The second one was about growth in our relationships. Now this season is a bit different. First of all, we did not post an episode last week, which is fine. Because circumstances, we have started the new year with excuses. Lord knows how we are going to finish. But this year, we are talking about weddings. Now, last season, you heard me saying over and over again that a lot of my friends were getting married. Others were graduating and moving to the new season of two new seasons in their lives. And that got me thinking because two things. First, I never grew up dreaming of my wedding like other girls the people used to come up with on my wedding we'll have a first dance even if it's not african culture on my wedding we will do a b c d that wasn't me i didn't grow up around the relationships that made me think you know what marriage is something to be desired it was like i don't even know why people are getting married in the first place that looks like a ruckus someone should stop these people from getting into these things and then second, as I grew older, I got to see a lot of people get married. And as they got engaged, people always told them like, you know what? Don't pledge on the wedding. Don't spend too much on the wedding. The wedding is just a show. The actual show begins after the wedding. I think we've had that as Africans. And then I'm like, so why are we having a wedding if it's pointless? Why, why, why have the wedding? Why spend all that money? We know it costs a lot of money to do a wedding. Like, come on, have you seen the figures these people are spending on weddings? It is money some of them have never seen in their entire lives. Like, why spend all that money? And then especially as Christians, if it is so pointless, why go through with it? So, so my question is, why go through with all of that? Another thing, a friend of mine got married last year. Okay, he married last year. And a few years before that, I had found him with a book. It was called Redeeming Weddings. It, just, it had just come out. I think the writer is his friend. And because he was reading another book, I stole the book. And in the book, the writer talks about the components in a wedding that are actually biblical rather than traditional. Like things that we've seen in tradition or white people came to Africa with them. And then we just pick them up. And thought it was part of what a church wedding should be. And he talks about only three things that he finds in the Bible. Of course, he goes through different um, sort of like case studies. He talks about Ruth, Rebecca, and I think it was Esther. The three things that we see in weddings in the Bible that actually hold up. So he talks about the parents consent because in all those relationships in all those marriages in all those weddings we see the parents consenting he talks about the couple's consent that both of them are there willingly without force or coercion and then the third one he talks about the witnesses so that he says the flowers the dress the vows the rings all of them are just something cultural and not necessarily something that is biblical so that even the way we strive to reduce the number of guests it's usually mostly because we do not want to spend money not because we think that they are not necessary to the wedding and i thought 
Well, maybe we should also go back to that Bible and check. Is this man really true? Because it rubbed me wrongly. For me, I always thought that uh, the vows were the most important part. Because it's a covenant, yeah? It's a covenant. You come together and you... Which we can discuss whether it is actually biblical to say that it's a covenant. But if it's a covenant, then you need the vows to be there. Because we see throughout the Bible, whenever there's a covenant, there's always vows. And so that rubbed me wrongly. And I thought maybe we should do a study about different components in the marriage ceremony that we call a wedding. And how they reflect according to the Bible. Because we are seeing, especially in Africa, in Kenya specifically, in my community specifically, that most people are choosing not to do the wedding. They're skipping the wedding and just doing either the... By the wedding, I mean like the church wedding. They're just doing the rurashio and they're done. First story. There's a <laughs> I was in a church the other day and someone... It was, it was last year, sometime last year, and someone announced, hey, you know what? Uh, our church secretary has decided to wed. She has two kids. What do you mean she has decided to wed? I th- <laughs> oh, she have the kids out of wedlock and is still sitting on the church committee. What is going on? <laughs> anyway, so that is how most of our churches are running. And most of us don't see the point of spending all that money to do a wedding if you're already married via traditional marriage or traditional wedding in fact i'd venture to say most people prefer to splurge that money on the traditional wedding you know why because most of the family will be there and they will be eating and they will be drinking of alcohol because there are no church people half the time it's just your family full of drunkards that you are used to so you think why go through the hassle of embarrassing yourself in the name of doing a wedding whereas you already married so we have to ask does it really matter if you do the Christian wedding and how does that vary from doing a traditional wedding? How does it vary from going to the AG's office and being there with your witnesses and having your certificate? After all, we hear it all the time that a marriage is a contract. It's just the paper. It's about the paper. That's why you do the wedding or it's about the prestige. If you want the paper, you can go to the AG's office. If you want the prestige, you can do a big traditional wedding and put it on YouTube and people will be fine with it. But the question is, why have a church wedding? Why go all the lengths to have the church wedding? And what is the significance of the components of the church wedding? Because I wish someone had told me when I was in catechism class, when we did the class on marriage and the wedding, what's the significance of these things that the church does of course i might be speaking from a more presbyterian catholic background because that's where i come from i grew up catholic i joined the presbyterian church of east africa sometimes the traditions vary across the world i might come from that side but we will stick to the bible mostly but we will also talk about the traditions that the church has come up with because they are not madcaps I think they knew what they were doing. Yeah, so join me for this season if that is what you're interested in. If, like me, you never grew up with (laughs) weddings. I think I've attended like six weddings my whole life. Weddings to me are something a bit more foreign. 
So I might be looking at it from that perspective, but we would like to look at the Bible because Jesus' first miracle, if you're Catholic, you've had this over and over again. Jesus' first miracle was turning water into wine at a wedding. So you got me thinking like, if it was, if weddings are not important, Jesus would not have attended one. Jesus would not have turned water into wine so that the party could continue. So yeah, join me next time as we begin this journey of what weddings are. Come on, we people love talking about weddings. Let's talk about them in a biblical manner. Let's re-examine it in the way the Bible does it and as the church does it. So this is the What If Adventure. This is season three talking about weddings. Re-examining weddings. Stick with me. We post episodes on Friday at 7. Ideally every week. God willing. And I am Lisa Medler. This is a What If Adventure. Au revoir. And remember that God has loved you with an everlasting love. And he has drawn you with his loving kindness.